Welcome back to First Horizon Park here in downtown Nashville. It's Jeff Hemback with you. Sounds on deck presented by Pepsi tonight. Game five sounds against the Storm Chasers joined by lefty Thomas Pannone. And Thomas, you've had a couple of outings now trying to get your season underway. Eventually you'll make a start. You were supposed to last Saturday, if we can call that a rain out in Jacksonville and then working in back of Adrian last night. How have you felt so far? Because it looks pretty good so far. Yeah, I, I felt really good these last two outings. Um, you know, just my main focus is getting ahead and staying ahead of these uh, at-bats. And, you know, it's, it's going well so far. Signing with the Brewers as a minor league free agent, what made it feel like a good fit for you? You know, I just I heard good things about this organization, the pitching side of things, and uh, I didn't have too many options. Honestly, I had uh, here and another team, so I, I just kind of chose the, chose the Brewers. You mentioned wanting to work on some of your pitches. Is there anything in particular that you're hoping the Brewers can help you unlock? Because you've done a lot in this game. You've been a successful pitcher, so I'm sure you're not looking to overhaul anything, but you guys are always open to ideas. Yeah, definitely always open to ideas. I mean, I've been working with my cutter these last two years, and it's definitely my best pitch. Um, but with the, with the programs that the, the Brewers have, like, they've – opened my eyes to like showing me like when is the best time to throw that pitch, where to throw that pitch um, to lefties and to righties. And you know, also my changeup too. Like I've been working with a new grip of my changeup and honestly my whole arsenal, I just try to be improving on it every day and working with these guys, a lot of, a lot of smart guys on this team and you know, helping me out. I was talking a little bit on the air last night about your path in the game and you had a good amount of big league time with Toronto, especially 18 and 19 over 100 innings now as a big leaguer. What did you learn about yourself as a pitcher in that time that still carries with you today for whenever the next time comes? Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely I learned that this game is the same exact from the minor leagues to the major leagues, you know, and I, I put a little bit too much pressure on myself when I was in the big leagues to be so good. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the next opportunity I can get back to the big leagues because I feel like I'm a lot more mature now than I was then. I, you know, I debuted at 24, 25 years old, and mm -hmm. I'm 29 yesterday, so uh, <laughs> you know I just I just feel more mature, mature between the years, and uh, I feel like my game's a lot sharper now. I was a little sloppy back then, but I had a little bit more on my heater then. But I feel like I'm a way better pitcher now than I was then. That self-applied pressure is only natural. I don't know how you couldn't have that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean it's. Uh, I mean they called the show for a reason. You know, there's a lot that comes to it, comes with it. But uh, I feel like now my outlook on the game and, and everything that I've been through, I feel like if I was put back in that situation, I would definitely do a lot better than I did then, you know. Last year, you're at AAA for the Red Sox, not all that far geographically yeah. from home in Rhode yeah. Island, and then in June, you signed to pitch in Korea. Yeah. Describe 2022 for me in all facets. Yeah, so I, I mean, I've played all over the United States from age 18 till now. I was playing the closest I ever had to my home. I was about 30 minutes from where I grew up. So awesome, awesome first half of the year. I, every game I pitched, I had at least 20 people from home there at the stadium watching me. That was really special. And then within a blink of an eye, I was literally playing in South Korea, the other side of the world, like furthest away from home I possibly have ever been. Yeah. And uh, But just an unbelievable experience to go over there and um, play in the KBO and play for Kia like it was just it was an awesome time and yeah. uh, a lot of fun and 
uh, yeah, just I can't say enough good things about Korea. I don't know how much you've been able to connect with Josh Lindblom so far yeah. with the Brewers, but you know, a very popular sound here the last couple of years. He yeah. said he loved his time in Korea. He said most people in the States don't quite understand the pressure, though, yeah. that comes with being a U.S. player over there because there's only so many spots. Yeah, so there's only 10 teams there, and there's only three foreigners on every team. And every team's allowed pretty much two pitchers. So there's only 20 foreigners in that league. So 20 players that aren't Korean. So, uh, I mean, it's pretty hard to get there when you think about that. Yeah. 20 players in the whole entire world. Um, and, and when you go there, the expectation for you to do good is very, very high. Like, they're not, if you're doing bad, they'll, they'll turn the page and kick you out pretty quick. Yeah. So um, a lot of pressure there, which I loved. You know, I loved going to the field every day knowing I had to do great knowing I was a big piece of that team and like I, I you know I needed to bring my best game every single time and you know it's so far away geographically I bet a lot of fans in the states don't don't compare it to the major leagues yeah. but the pressure you're describing seems the exact same yeah I would say the pressures and the and that side of it is definitely comparable to the major leagues I mean the the talent level I, I I'm not going to ever say it's near the major leagues it you know it's a talent very talent based league a lot of good players but it's comparable to, you know, double-A, triple-A. You know, there's some big league players in that league. There's some double-A players in that league. So, but just, yeah, great experience to go yeah. over there. Yeah. You mentioned being so close to home last year at Worcester with the Red Sox. I'm guessing you were a Red Sox fan no. growing up. No? no? Okay. I actually grew up a big Yankee fan. Oh, my uh, my grandfather and my dad, they were just big Yankee fans growing up. And uh, <laughs> I grew up into it. And you know, I, I loved the Yankees growing up, and I hated the Red Sox. So <laughs> I was going to ask if playing for, in the Boston organization checked a box no, for you. No. Sounds like you had more explaining to do. Yeah. yeah, no, really, because I actually, when I was in the big leagues, I was playing at Fenway. I was getting interviewed, and this reporter said, oh, you must have had a lot of good memories here growing up. And I actually said, no, you know, I grew up a Yankee fan. I hated the Red Sox. And then I was playing for the Red Sox, and they bring the interview back up. It was a mess, but uh, it was it was awesome to play for uh, the Woo Sox and uh, that organization, you know, it was, it was just awesome. Yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Good luck going forward. Thank you very much. All right, left-hander Thomas Pinot, and this has been Sounds on Deck, presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups at first pitch are coming up next.